This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. We are here with this playoff edition. The first game of Kings Warriors round one has been completed and Kings get the W. De'Aaron Fox had himself a game. De'Aaron Fox had himself a game. And um, we knew he was capable of that. If you listen to our um, most recent pod, which was a recording of a Twitter spaces that Justin and I did a live recording, we talked about the fact that we think Fox is one of those dudes and he can step up in the playoffs. It's one game, but he did, and he had the best game tonight, so you got to give credit where credit is due. Now, that being said, I'm annoyed as fuck, but something else that Justin (laughs) said was it's more important for the Kings to win game one than it is to win game two. I mean, than to win, like, than for the Warriors to win game one. Um... I personally always prefer you getting game one. And if you lose, you lose the second game because I'm just one of those people who believes it's really hard to win three games in a row. And so you just make it, you know, harder on yourself. You know, like if they split and split, you know, then they go back to like the Kings. I mean, they could at that point to just win the next two games, right? It doesn't have to look, you know, like split and then the Warriors take the next three there's different paths still to getting to it being a six game series which is Justin's prediction but I think that's right I think I mean look the Warriors are amazing they could maybe win you know the next four games but I think that's going to be tough so I don't think this is going seven still I think it's going six but I'm annoyed I'm annoyed that they lost a game that they should have won and could have won and for me Justin it starts with Steve Kerr but also like the, the shot selection to close the game, you know, like that falls on the players too. Like, I just, I thought the shit was stupid. You know, it's like, I don't, I'm actually start with the players, but I, I do actually really feel like the game was lost when Steve Kerr did that bullshit rotation in the third quarter. Like they were up and I just don't understand why he doesn't feel the need to go for the kill in the third quarter or early in the fourth. We don't have to wait and let the game get close. Like, put your fucking best five players on the court and let them win. They could have been blown this out on a night where you're containing Sabonis. And if you have your best five guys out there, you know, like, because I get it. Lyles had a big game. Monk had a big game. And they stepped up. But it's like, come on. Like, put Andrew Wiggins on the court. Let let those guys go play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying it because, like, I just think Andrew Wiggins should be starting because I was fine with him coming off the bench. But, like, Harrison Barnes was, like, sort of having his way a little bit. And even though Dante was great, it was like, you need Wiggins out there. Just put him out there. Let him fucking play. I just, all the cutesy shit with the lineup. Okay, now I'm going to bring Steph in, but I'm going to stuff like, Dre back out. Let your five fucking guys play for, like, some time and break this game open or make it tough. Right. You do this and you allow them the minute Steph goes and he sits in that first in that third quarter. Though they go on a run and they end up like now they're up by one. So, yes, at that point, the Warriors come back and they trade baskets a couple of times. I think the Warriors went up one or two points. But now you have the arena back in that. Now you've given them momentum. Now they have confidence. You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, you don't even come back and start with Steph. And then you keep tinkering with the lineups until about four minutes before you finally have the best five fucking guys on the court. Yep. And I don't know if it's 
against because we're now in the playoffs. We're now in the playoffs in a series where y'all don't have home court. Why are we tricking away games? A game that you guys were in control of for basically three quarters. Yeah. Then you're down one. Why, why, why do we always have to go for a three? Like, I just don't understand. You don't have to. And on a night where, like, you're handling Sabonis, who's stopping you? Who's going to stop you if you attack the rim? Nobody. I, I just, I cannot understand the decision making. And then it's never, ever Steph to get the shot when it's needed. And, like, Wiggs was playing well tonight. He wasn't hitting the three like that, that I feel like he should have been taking that three. But it's like, you know, you had Clay. You know what? I think Clay probably could have got that shot off at the rim, to be honest. But Clay passes it out to Wiggs. Wiggs misses that three. But now, when it's 2.9 seconds, that's when Steph is supposed to win the game. And then, like, a fucking push one-handed, like, three-point shot. Like, I I can't take them seriously, like, when they do shit (laughs) like this. I think on that one, he he didn't want to get a shot blocked, so he just kind of shot it like that but i'm just like you guys are not serious like you're you're not serious and like i mean there at some point you just have to wonder if the arrogance is going to catch up to them because like what are you doing what are you doing you're managing his minutes game. right now like it's a it's a regular season game yeah i thought throughout the whole game they we're just playing, playing with their food. Like we already said it. If they don't play with their food, this is a series they should be able to win easily. I said it on, on the spaces, like, but what did they do? Came out, played with their food. Steph had what five turnovers, unforced stuff, carrying the ball, just trying to force passes through that aren't there. Um, little stuff like that, not boxing out. So guys are getting extra possessions, offensive rebounds, stuff like that. They um I mean, they did a pretty good job at locking on to, like, Herter and Keegan Murray and making sure those guys can't get shots off. And they did a good job at stopping Sabonis, but they just couldn't contain Fox. Monk had, what, 29 points? No, what did he have at the end of the game? Over 32. Fox and Monk combined for 70 points. They combined for 70 points like they was fucking LeBron and Kyrie. Like, And I don't think Lyles missed a shot. Yeah. I just – he – he six for eight, four threes off the bench. He pretty much replaced Keegan Murray's production. Sixteen points, six rebounds. Like that can't happen, right? And this is that no, was one of the and things. Like their bench outplayed ours. Yeah, I mean, unless you, unless you count Wiggins is coming off the bench, but I can I consider him a starter. So even with even with Wiggins, Malik Monk had thirty two points off the bench. Right. So <laughs> their bench outplayed ours, and I just like. You know, again, I just the 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 silliness, and even with all of that foolishness, they were still sort of in control. You know, that's they, what I'm they were like they were still in control of the game, and like it was weird because I felt like Steph's energy was like a little off tonight. Um, like the whole like he looked just really serious to start the game. Like, and I know they take playoff matchups serious and all of that, but he just. You know, he didn't, like, seem to be having fun. And I don't know if that's because his shot wasn't falling early and stuff like that. But he just didn't – he seemed, like, so serious, which I was like, yo, Steph is serious. But it also was, like – it felt, like, a little unlike him, like, earlier in the game. But I was just like – when I saw him go to the bench and I was watching the lead go down, I said, okay – and then I saw someone tweet, and it was in my head, too, like, well, you just got to hope the Warriors make all these stupid-ass desperation threes they're going to take. And I hate that I knew that was going to be true. It's like, wh- I understand that you're the Splash Brothers, but, like, what? Like literally, y'all could have just went in and gotten anything you wanted at the rim. Yeah, I'm, I'm typically in the, in the camp of anybody that isn't Stephen Clay, don't shoot no threes at the end of the game. Get to the rack. I mean. Yeah, but yeah. to me, Justin, when it's late game execution and you down one and you can get an easy bucket because then now you don't score and now you have to make a three, right? Like, like it just doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. And you're one of the best finishers in the league. 
I mean that. I mean they lost because of defense. I think at the end, they just couldn't stop Funk. No, they, they couldn't, couldn't stop, stop them. They kept they fouling. I don't think all of those is fouls, to be honest. Like fourteen free throws. No, I don't either. But they, that's how they were calling the game. Yeah, De'Aaron that's how they were calling them. the game. Steph was getting hacked. They didn't call it for him. Yeah, they started but, calling the game. Like De'Aaron was complaining. I mean, I don't think it matters if Steph complains because they're not gonna give it to him. But that's how they started calling the game. So at that point, what did the Kings do? They saw how the refs was calling the game. They kept attacking. What the Warriors do? Don't keep shooting threes. And I get that Steph doesn't get calls, but you can't tell me they couldn't have attacked a few times. They could have. They could have. I mean, they, they were just, also hitting them too. So it's just it's a trade off. It's a trade off with those with those guys. I mean, I think Steph and Clay both they hit. They both hit like four or five threes in the fourth quarter. That last one that Clay took was a forced one. But I don't care who they are. I dead ass don't. I don't. I I think. <laughs> The Warriors IQ, when they close games sometimes, it was the same shit against Cleveland in 2016. Steph said, I could have just gotten around, you know, Kevin Love. Like, yes, like, you can make threes. You're great at it. But why do you always got to try to make the hardest fucking shot? Even for you, when there's things that you can make easier, you can make them. Yeah. This is not, like, I would understand if Anthony Davis was at the fucking rim. (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. I mean, they just couldn't get a stop. I think they their offense was was fine late in the game. They just couldn't get a stop. I disagree. I don't think the offense was good, and they couldn't get a stop. But I just I like to me, it's like low IQ basketball. I don't care that they're the Splash Brothers. It's like stupid to me. Let's just keep. I I, I just don't get it. I give times running low, and you want to like. I just don't because even if you would have taken a two. For a couple of possessions, you would have still went up by one. It wasn't even like, oh, you're just tying it and you're trying to avoid overtime. Like you could have actually taken the lead. Right. Clay should have shot that shot most likely. Like he I don't think Fox was offering much resistance there. It was in traffic, but he could have shot that layup. I wasn't too mad at the three that Wiggins got because it was open, but he just didn't have it right there. He probably should have drove. And they didn't get the rebound. So it's like he didn't make it, and you didn't get the rebound. You know what I'm saying? You right. guys are one and done at this stage in the game, and they're getting fucking extra possessions and going to the free throw line. That was the that was the thing that was pissing me off the most throughout the game. Those just it wasn't even like oh they're just bigger than us. It was just like um, they had 50 rebounds compared to the Warriors 41. It was like oh we forgot to box this guy out, and he just ran in there and grabbed it. It's like that. Right. that I saw a lot of possessions where they could have like tried to get the rebound and people didn't hustle. They didn't run for it. They didn't go for it. And I'm just like. Yeah. They had 17 offensive rebounds. You give a team with that much firepower, that that many more possessions, they're going to burn you. Like, that's And that's just... what I'm saying. It was all so stupid to me. It was all so stupid. So like I start with Kerr. But I was, like, really just mad at, like, the overall. You get a game like that where Looney really contains Sabonis. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you guys got to do your part, too. Because he did his job. Facts. Monk having 30-plus points? The fuck is that? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, 32 on, on 13 shots, 14 free throws. Couldn't keep him in front. They kept letting him, like, like Sabonis would, would act like he's going to set a screen for Monk to come to the middle. He would just deny the screen and just blow by whoever it was straight to the rim and just jump straight into Looney or whoever's there and get a foul call every time. It's like, how many times are they going to let him do that? Like, he's doing the same exact move. It's a left-to-right cross. Like, come on, bro. Like, So, I listen, as irritating as it was, and I sound, like, the Warriors are going to watch tape. They're going to plan for that for the next game. Right. And I think they're likely going to take game two, right? So I think they split. <coughs> I agree. But I agree. The, the, the the Kings are good on the road. They're good on the road. Um, I don't think that that means that they can just come in a chase and win, but they're good on the road. And again, it's like, you still got to keep up your focus for like three games in a row, but we know the role players play better at home, so they'll have the momentum of chase. But um it's just stupid because it's a game you could have won, you should have won, and now I'm gonna have to hear about all this road road game bullshit. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I got to see Chris tweeting stupid shit from hoop spaces. Talking about some, I try to tell y'all Warriors fans. I try to tell y'all nobody's afraid yeah, of you. I'm like, I'm like, did you see the way they were guarding Steph Curry? Because they were fucking guarding him like they're afraid of him. Right. That's what I saw. I'm like, come on, like, stop it. I just hate when people try to like make narratives off of like, they won this game, credit to them. But like, come on, let's be serious. Like, yeah, the Warriors, they, got the Warriors. All, they got all their confidence and they went on that run when Steph sat. Right. The Warriors lost this game um, bullshitting for one and for two, that run where Steph and Draymond sat at the same time. That was just completely idiotic, um, especially to end the quarter with most teams are trying to put in a lineup that can like run up the score real quick at the end of the quarter, you know, and then it was at the start of the fourth too. You just, well, they started Draymond at the fourth, but they didn't start Steph. It's like your most important offensive player, your best player, most important offensive player, and then your best defensive player off the court at the same time in in a playoff game. Like, so at that on. point, Fox is for sure the best player on the court. And he's like, all right. And he was just killing them. Killing them. Getting and then, spot. and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, then when you finally bring back Steph in, there's a point you still sub Dre back out. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know why he <laughs> thinks that he can keep doing this. Like, the gap is not as big as past years. You don't have the luxury to do that. Yeah. You do and not. We, so, like it's, we've preserved them. We've preserved them to this point. You got to play them. Got to. I mean, he feels, I guess he feels like I got to have one of Dre or Looney in the game at all times. I, I can't afford to play both of them because I would have to sit one of them at some point or sit both of them at some point, something like that, because they don't have reliable front court play outside of those two. So he just staggers and staggers and staggers them, which is cool, but you can't stagger Dre and Looney and not stagger Dre and Steph. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't be like, yeah, I know Steph's out of the game, but it's time for Dre to sit too. Like that just does not make sense. That just doesn't make sense. And they immediately took advantage of that. I think 15-4 run at the end of the third. That's the game. That's literally that's the, game the game right there. That's what I'm saying. Once you did that, the arena was popping. Yeah. Huh? They went up, they went up 10. They were up 10 at that point. Could have ballooned yeah. to 17, 16 going into the fourth quarter. That's the game. <laughs> but and I'm like, and I'm like. <laughs> You know, when I first saw them dare Fox to shoot that three, and I said, y'all can't be d- daring him to just make a wide open three like that. He's going to hit that, right? And then after that, like, after, I get it, but it's like, I mean, he was hitting everything. He was hitting his threes. Now, do I think he's going to hit them at that level for a whole series? Probably not. But, like, and that's fine. If you're going to say De'Aaron Fox can't beat us, you got to make sure you're shutting off everyone else's water, though. Mm-hmm. If that's going to be your plan and you're going to say De'Aaron Fox can't beat us, I, I can't be well, seeing... How many did Lyles have tonight? Yeah, 16 points. Cut that in half, you win easy. <laughs> Literally, walking into threes. It's the only thing he does. Literally, it's the only thing that he does. I mean, he hit two non-three-pointers. I think they were off of offensive rebounds that he just put back. If you just pay attention to him on the court, he doesn't score 16 points. But here's He's the problem, bouncing around man. the league for because a reason. Even if you mm-hmm. contain him and, and get Monk under control for next game, like you're not going to have these kinds of games from Sabonis the whole series. Right, right. You, I mean, you, you think, okay, two of them are probably going to have a good game. It's probably going to be Fox every game. And then one of Sabonis or Monk, or maybe even both of those two will have a, a decent game. If you combine, if you combine Monk and Sabonis, they combine for 44 points. That's roughly what you expect to get from them anyway. It's the Trey Lyle 16 points that kills you. Like that can't happen. If if Fox, Sabonis, and Monk are going to combine for 80 points, it better be one person maximum that got over 10 points out of, out of everybody else. 
You cannot have Trey Lyles hit four threes on you. That just can't happen. It just it just can't happen. You held Kevin Herter in check. You held uh, Keegan Murray in check. And you let Trey Lyles hit four threes on you. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's just unacceptable. I hate losing games that you're supposed to win. Right. <laughs> Steph was a plus 11. Should have been a plus 25 in this game. Literally. Literally, that game was so easily for the taking. Sabonis was shook. Everybody but but um, Fox and Monk was really shook. I mean, Trey Lyles. <laughs> so, I think they get game two as well. I think they go in there, they adjust. I'm not sure. I think they switch up the coverage a little bit on Monk on those pick and rolls. Um, they got to do a better job of navigating those screens as well. I mean, I think Sabonis is kind of setting a few illegal ones. But guys are just getting killed on those screens, and they're just getting the runway to the rim. And that's just – you're going to draw a lot of fouls when you got athletes like that going a full head of steam towards the rim. So they got to they gotta find a way to navigate the screens better, um, stay on top of the other guys, the, the slower shooters like Murray and, and Herter, keep them in check for the, for the rest of the series. But they might get hot too. You just got to somehow – you just got to shut the water off some way. Some way they held them in check and then they gave up 35 points in the fourth and 36 in the third. Can't happen. Cannot happen. And I want to say they scored like 15, 16 points in the last like three, four minutes of the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you're spot on when you say like <laughs> the Kings needed to win this game much more than the Warriors, but it's still annoying. It's still annoying. And so. And now I got to deal with stupid ass narratives through Monday night. And now I'm going to have to go to work and be on air on Monday and deal with Michael Holly telling me nonsense, but that's okay. Cause I can handle him. I can handle anybody. I'm not afraid of nobody, but I just hate to, 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 to hear and see the stupid shit. Yep. It is what it is. Comes with the territory. They better get it right. Better get it right. I wouldn't I won't say game two is a must win, but like kind of kind of gotta win, win that one. Yeah, they now you gotta to. win that one. Yeah. It'll put them in prime position to take control, to really take control of the series. Um but yeah. <laughs> Just pitiful, pitiful stuff in that third at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking because I said like, okay, so now it's probably really likely Warriors and Six. And so someone said, well, what what game do you got? However, do you got it going? So I was like thinking about this because I'm like, it's either going to be the Warriors win games two and three and five and six, or they win two, three, four, Kings go back or desperate, get one, and then they come back and win in game six. So they either win the next two, lose one, and then win the final two, or not the final two, but games five, you know, five and six, or it's like they win the next three, then lose one, and then come back home and close it out. Yeah, I would think it was a, it's that one. Um, I mean, I thought they were going to go in and win this game. They should have. But now that they didn't, I think they make the necessary adjustments they're a little bit more in tune in on the details. And I just I just don't think the Kings will get a game in Chase Center. I could be wrong, but so I, you think I think they're gonna come back home and their crowd will like energize them to get one more win. You think Warriors got the next three, is what I'm saying. You think the Warriors think, can win the next four. You think they can. I think they can win the next four for sure. They should have won this game. If they make me look like a genius, I won't be upset, but <laughs> I, I just don't trust will. them to have the concentration for four games straight. That's true. I, just I think don't. they will have the con- concentration for the next game. And then yeah. when you get home, you got a little bit more margin for error because you're at home. And then they might just smell blood in the water at that point and, and go forward in, in game five. But Got to get game two first. Let's not. I don't want to look ahead. Look, Let's if they're smart, because I mean, we don't know how the Memphis and Lakers series is gonna go. But if the Lakers go into Memphis and steal game one, not like, because <laughs> what you don't That'll want play. is the Lakers 
like winning that series and ending it early and y'all are in a like long ass series and they're home resting. Right. Don't play right. with your fucking food. You see what you see what Boston did today? They did not play with their food. Boom. There you have it. Don't play with your food. Box the fuck out. Literally. You box out, you win this game. You close out on Trey Lyles and, and not act like he's not on the court at all, you win this game. Even with Monk and, and Fox going off, you, you limit the offense. And how many of those points from Monk and Fox were off of offensive rebounds? Like them getting another shot at it. You cut their offensive rebounds in half, it gives you more possessions to shoot the ball. So you score more but points. Also and they part score of the reasons why you maybe should have had wigs on the court a little bit more. I get it. It was his yeah. first game back, but like. Fox just was just killing Dante, like three, four, five possessions in a row. I'm going to just get to my mid-range and shoot over you. You are too small. And then they're like, okay, let's try GP2. And it's like, all right, GP2 just started fouling. That's one thing GP2 does. He's going to go for stuff. He fouls. Right. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to go to Wiggins. It's like, bro, they're already cooking now. Exactly. So, to me, the yeah. Wiggins experiment not starting should have been over by the second half. That's how I felt. I was shocked to still see Dante start again. I don't expect that to be the case game, too. I agree. I agree. Um, let's 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 move on. We've talked about this game enough in the foolishness. Let's talk about what we saw from some of the individual players tonight, shall we? Okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Let's start with Wiggs, because Wiggs looks good. I mean, a little rusty, like his three, but generally speaking, he looks good. Midi looks good. Um, Conditioning looks good. Defense was pretty solid. Right. thought he was good. He looks good. He did not look like a player that's missed that much time. He looked closer to the player that started the season than the one who came back off of the injury. Right. And, I mean, the only thing that's he got to get back is that rhythm on his three-point shot. Um, but it's the playoffs. He's playing really hard on defense, going for rebounds. You just can't expect his legs to be there on a three-point shot as much as during the regular season. And we saw that last year in the playoffs, his three – wasn't really like hitting like that, but he affected the game in so many other ways that it definitely made up for it. But I do think playoff time, he got to be the guy. Like, cause you know, Steph and Clay, Steph is going to get to the rack. He got to the rack late, but Clay is going to shoot those threes. Steph is going to shoot those threes. It's got to be Wiggins, Jordan, Gary, Kaminga. You know, those got to be the guys getting the the layups and the dunks and stuff like that. Kaminga did a decent job at that. Um, and, and was, Jordan was getting to the line. Oh yeah, I have no, I had no issue with Jordan's game other than a few of the, the so, defensive things. He first yeah, quarter, he was kinda, like no, first yeah. quarter to close. Like I'm sorry, like we need to stop giving the the, the ball to Pool to close quarters. Like yeah. he has not. I'm sorry, he just has not. I love Pool. I don't think he should be traded. I think he deserves his contract. But like no, he has not proven that you can trust him at the end of a quarter, the end of a half, the end of a game to close and make the right decisions. Like that, that shit needs to, to end. Right. 
he's a, in those moments, he's a play finisher. He's a guy, a catch and shoot guy, a uh, back cut layup guy. He's shown that he can do those things. We've seen plenty of times Steph draw two, give it to Jordan, Jordan hits the shot, right? But play creator in those moments, high leverage moments, he's just too loose with the ball, way too loose with the ball. But I think overall his game was was fine, especially offensively. He got to the rack. He got fouled. Um, I think defensively he had a few Matador moments where he could have offered a little bit more resistance, and he just kind of like let guys go or just try to take a little fake charge and guys go around him. If he adds a little bit more effort in those plays, maybe – he saves a bucket or two. Um, but other than that, I think he played well. I think Gary played well for the most part. He did his thing as far as like slipping behind the defense and getting his layups. He's good for that. Kaminga started a little rough, but he had a nice second half in the minutes that he had. Um, yeah, I think nobody really played bad. I think definitely Draymond's like presence could have been felt a little bit more. Like you expect Draymond to like, be dominant in the playoffs, like certain certain matchups and stuff like that. I don't think he was dominant. I think he was just good. Well, he was um, overhelping Steph- a lot too when Jordan was on the he court, was. and I thought like because then a lot of guys were like just getting by, or he couldn't recover quick enough. And yep, you know, like if they're if if they feel like that's what needs to happen when Jordan's on the court, then that's the problem. Right. There was specifically a few plays where Monk got it and he just drove down and Draymond overhelped and Monk just passed it to like Lynn or something like that for a dunk. And I'm like, those are the plays that Draymond never makes as far as like making that mistake. Right. It's, it always seems like he's overhelping, but he always gets back in time. But there was a few times where he just, just wasn't there to get back. And he's been for the majority of his career, the master of that cat and mouse, like making a guy think he's helping and then he steals it at the end on the pass something like that, but he was just going way too much in on those uh, help. So I think he'll be better next game. Um, I think he'll be I more aggressive. That presence could have been felt more earlier in the game too. Like, Steph, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm they were, they were, they were bullshitting, like literally playing with their food. He played himself in, like he joked around into 30 points, like plus a lot. 30? Like, I mean, like I, cause I remember at like, there was a point in the game in the first half like that, but it was like pretty late where Dre had, like, taken more shots than him. Like, I just – like, there were times I was like, Does, was Steph on the court? Did he play? Like, mm-hmm. that should not be. Right. And on one hand, you look at it, you're like, okay, they're vets. They're filling out the series, and by game, whatever, they'll be able to figure everything out. But it's like, bro, you got a clear opportunity to just put them away for one game. Just go do it. Like, just go – and they tried at the – they tried in the fourth quarter. The Kings just kind of were too hot at that point. Yeah. And the yeah. refs, they were getting some ticky tack calls. They were definitely getting some ticky tack calls. I mean, you get that. And and you know that. That's why you don't let the game get close. Because home court, the home court team, they get a little that, 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 you know, home court cooking. That's what mm-hmm. happens. We know that. That's playoff basketball. So why y'all want to now be in a game that's close like this? Bullshit. Steph and, Steph and Dre started the game a little bit spacey. Just kind of yeah. like, yeah, we're going to beat them. Like, we're going to beat the Kings. Kerr, up 10 in the third quarter. Eh, we're good. We're up 10. Let's just sit our two best players, the two most important players. Lead's gone. <laughs> this, if they take it, if they're like, look, this is, we need to win this, like, dialed in, they should have no issue with the Kings. They really should. And it would be one thing if you were at home and you did that because, like, you're, but you're in their home and you're like, let's, let's let them get back in the game and get momentum. Like, it's just fucking moronic shit, man. Yeah. Playing with their food. They've done it. They've literally done it in the finals. Like, this is something that is, it's a part of their DNA at this point. We've seen it over the course of this dynasty time and time again. It's never going to not be annoying, but it's a part of who they are as a team. Um, and it, I mean, it starts with Steph, Clay, Dre, and Kerr. We've seen it multiple, multiple times. They play with their food. They kind of like lollygag because they know they can just flip a switch. And sometimes you you flip that switch, and the other team already got they flip. They already got they switch flip. So it's like <laughs> at that point, one possession game, going bucket for bucket, anybody can win that game. Now you down 0-1 when you should be up one zero, 
in in a pretty good position to just either sweep or you know genuine sweep without having to do too much now you got to really come in game two you know and, and win that game you go down oh two it's just not a good place to be in right i still yeah. pre- feel pretty confident about their ability to win a series if they're down oh two but that's just not a good spot to be in so no bullshit i guess we can go to the next player though yeah, I'm listening. I mean, we kind of went through a few of them. I'm trying to see, like, what's happening because I'm not, like, listening to the post game. But Kerr apparently spoke already and talked about um, their 17 offensive rebounds yep. amongst 14 free throws. So, yeah. Yep. I, again, Dante, to me, was still, like, great tonight. And he was trying his little heart out. But, like... Wiggins needs to start. That's what I'm saying with Dante. Dante, any mistake that Dante makes, he makes some mental mistakes too, but like it's because he's too small. Like it's only so much he can do. Even even if he's a guard guarding a, a guard, Fox is legitimately 6'4. Like he's a tall point guard and he has long arms and he gets up high on his jump shot. Dante just can't affect his shot, especially in the mid range where he's right there in front of the rim. That's a bucket every time. It's a buck every time. A guy like Gary can kind of jump up high. He got super long arms. He can kind of stay on his handle a little bit better. But even Gary at some points is a little bit too small. It's got to be Wiggins. Um, Hopefully he starts the next game and ramps up his minutes a little bit. He's one of the best athletes in the league. I don't think he needs a minutes restriction, really. Um, But, yeah. It, Dante. I mean, I don't know. The idea, like, I'm trying to understand what's the idea. Like, oh, having Wiggins come off the bench, but like, you needed him, and that you needed him. Yeah. This, I mean, the starting lineup with Dante in it has been pretty good, but once they saw Fox started cooking him, right. The second bucket in the row that he got on him should have been all right. Like timeout. Let's let's make an adjustment. At that point, he scored like two or three more times on him, and then they made the adjustment. I'm like, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. He's cooking now. Now it don't matter who you put on him. Right. So let yeah, let's, let let, um, let GP two and Dante work on some of their bench players. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another another mental mistake. I mean, Clay be doing this multiple times, but. There was one possession where I think they got an offensive rebound and kicked back out to Davion and Clay like just closed out hard. And it's like you're scrambling, you don't know who's catching it really. You just know it's a it's a Kings player. You close out hard, he drives down, dumps it down to Sabonis or something for a layup. It's like I'm pretty sure according to the game plan, you're supposed to let Davion shoot that three or at least let leave him open. A little mental mistakes like that that I think they'll clean up next game. They'll be a little bit more locked in to the details. Um, but it's just like you said, annoying when you got the game won and you squander it away. Just a wasted opportunity. But also got to give. Yeah, I knew. I knew when they started going back and forth, it was a problem, and it's unfortunate to say that I can't trust this team to close games consistently. So I know they can close games, and I asked Steph about this specifically. Like, does he have any concern? about their ability to close games. And he brought up examples of games that they close, but it's like, you, y'all don't do it consistently. Yeah. Y'all don't do it consistently. So I don't trust, I should be able to trust y'all in a back and forth when it gets close, but, and then again, they're just things out of your hands, like the way the refs are calling the games, which is why yeah. when you have a chance to to win it, you go for it. Because they're right. going to always do things out of your control. You don't want to have to leave it up to refs and and leave it up to shit like that. If you have a 10-point yeah. lead, then it doesn't matter. Because now they're the ones playing more desperate, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's where the game was lost. I think their execution and stuff late in the game was fine, mostly. The Kings just hit some crazy. The Kings just couldn't miss. Harrison Barnes hit that three to put him up six. That kind of put the game just enough out of reach for the Warriors to not be able to make it all the way back. And you can't really do nothing about that. Like you want Harrison to take a shot like that. And he ended up hitting it. It's like, well, you tip your hat at that point, but it should have never got to that point. Like you said, because of that run in the third quarter that brought them back in the game. But yeah, I tweet that like it should have never been this close. 
So I don't care right. about none of these heroic shots and shit later. Because we should have never had to be here. Facts. Never had exactly. to be here. So, you know, give credit to the, the Kings. They needed to get that first game. They handled their business, you know. Um, their fans aren't annoying. It's been, it's been fun, you know. I don't know what they're going to say about Loon now, though, because all the Loon, I mean, Loon was tremendous. I don't know if we gave him enough flowers yet tonight, but he did his thing. On yeah, we didn't give him enough flowers. He, We knew what he was going to do. They didn't know what he was going to do, but we knew. Like I literally said, they've seen better players than Sabonis that play the same style and played that player well. So a player like Sabonis is nothing new for them, right? He's not going to shoot that midi pull up. It's broke when he do shoot it. He's not going to shoot a three. It's broke. He wants to bully his way to the rim. And you're never going to beat Looney and Draymond inside trying to bully them like that unless you're fucking like Embiid or Giannis or some shit like that. So bonus is not doing that. Like, come on, let's right. be real. So I'm not right. I'm not worried about – I'm still not worried about Sabonis. I do think he's going to have better games. He's not going to be 5 for 17 for the rest of this series. But I do not think he will be, like, dominant at any point unless he has a one-off game where he's hitting jumpers and floaters and shit like that. But they're going to keep him relatively in check. It's just the quickness of, of Monk and Fox. They got to they gotta do something about that. <laughs> they got to do something about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know why, too, I was so frustrated near the end of the game? Because, like, even though I thought, like, there were things they could be doing better, to me, like, they were not, like, um, they were not, like, settling for threes in the beginning. You know, there there was, like, a good mix of, like, them driving, you know, um, drawing fouls, taking some mid-range. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, good. Playoff Warriors have arrived. And then end the game, I saw like the bullshit I was seeing in the regular season. And I think that's why I was so annoyed. Because this is like, but also that they would do that in the regular season. It's like they would get back into games, not with the three. And then all of a sudden at the end, just want to shoot the three. And I'm just like, are y'all tired? Like, is this just your arrogance? Because you know how, like, what the fuck is it that like, like makes y'all do this? It really drives me crazy. It does. Um. Hmm. Delhi's vintage. They talking about Delhi's defense after guarding Steph tonight. I got. <laughs> I, I mean, Delhi's the... playing. I think they're just trolling. No, but um, Jr. Smith's a. Oh, he said Delhi almost died guarding Steph. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess going down each player, Drake could have been better. Steph could have been better. Clay definitely could have been better. Looney was great. Dante was okay. Everybody else was fine. I think you just got to get a little bit more from your big three. Like, they were all fine, but they should have dominated. Right. Fine doesn't cut it in the playoffs. Um, but it was the nine guys we expected to see and no surprises. Right. Probably just a little less minutes to Clay and Dante and more minutes to Wiggins. Yeah. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Yeah, so let's 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 move on to that. So I mean, for the next game, I think we both are in agreement that Wiggins probably needs to be starting. <laughs> needs to be starting. Needs to be over twenty eight minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> simple as that. Yeah, it is as simple as that. He's needed to be starting, and Dante will still be incredibly helpful to us. Coming off the bench, right? I think he'll he'll help those bench units a little bit more. You know, scrappiness, shooting. You won't have a guy like Monk. You shouldn't at least have him going for thirty-two like that off the bench. And Trey Lyles getting all these offensive rebounds and stuff. Dante is a a really good rebounder. He crashes all the time. 
So I think his energy going to the bench will, will help. And then, you know, Wiggins comes back and they have the, the best lineup, the best five-man lineup in the league out the gate. And they should they should punish the Kings, to be honest. They really should. They have nothing for them. Is that the biggest them. change that you think needs to be made in terms of just, like, lineup and adjustments? I mean, we know they got to grab more, you know, boards and, and prevent, you know, the Kings from getting as many um, second possessions. I, we know that. But, I mean, um, there were little things on defense you called out. But, I mean, I think Wiggins is, like, the really the big thing, right? Yeah. Um, just playing him more because he can bother Fox a little bit more than the smaller guards that we have. He can contest and get a hand up on those midi pull-ups and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, Wiggins starting playing more. Um, yeah. I mean, it looked like Kaminga started figuring it out as he went along, so maybe you can try him a little bit more because he his finishing ability. But earlier in the game, he was making some of those. He was struggling a little bit, yeah. Yeah, turning over. I was like, glad that Kerr gave him another chance, though. Right. He don't got a choice now. He ain't going to Lamb in the playoffs. Yeah, because I was choice. like – because at first I was like, okay, not great minutes from Kaminga, but – Usually, Kerr for a player that young would like make the leash very short, and so right, yeah. I thought, I mean, I thought Kaminga was fine, I thought Jordan was good, only played 22 minutes, maybe could have played a little bit more, maybe a little less clay, but I don't know. Clay was at least trying to play defense out there, he got he got on that Fox Island one time and it just didn't go well, but that's Fox, so it's like. Yeah, he did. Really and he did a decent job on Herder. Oh, yeah. Herder was locked. How many shots did he even take? He took 12 shots. That was more than I thought he did, but he's three for 12. Keegan Murray only took five shots. Plus, they were forcing yeah. Herder inside. Like, he wasn't able to get his three-point shot off like that. Right. At least not cleanly. He still found a way to get up five threes, but they were not in rhythm. And this is kind of like like over the regular season, the road record, the other team shooting so well, I think it was, it was definitely a lot of fluke shooting and stuff like that, but it was also like teams just didn't feel them. Like, even if you get a, if a team is like up and under you and really like being physical and you can't get a clean look, even when you do get an open shot, you kind of second guess yourself. And I think that's what happened to Herter um, this game. And that's got to continue to happen. Like, even if we ain't, even if you get an open shot, like you thinking about the last two, three possessions in a row where I just been glued to your Jersey and you just don't got a rhythm. So, yeah, I think they executed their game plan like 90% to a T, right? Like the other 10% is the offensive rebounding issue and the ball contain issue with um, Fox and Monk. But other than that, they played a pretty good game. Just got to close it out and just Kerr can't can't sit Dre and Steph at the same time. That just can't happen. No, you just got to fucking play them, bro. Like it's the playoffs. How many minutes they played tonight? And it's like, I mean, they played, I mean, Dre played, Dre played 33 minutes, which he probably should have played more. Yeah. Uh, he probably should have played more. Steph played 37 minutes, which is up there. But it's like, it's not as much about the minute total. It's like the rotations, the lineups. Like you cannot right. have both of them off at the same time. That just does not make any sense. Um, even as good as Looney was playing, I think at that point Sabonis wasn't even in the game. Right. So, like, <laughs> you mean you should kind of mirror Sabonis' minutes with Looney, if anything, and let Dre play against all the other guys. And Trey Lyles ain't gonna kill you for threes and all that type of stuff if Dre's in the game, hopefully. But it's about knowing the minutes to play him. It's like one. You you don't ever know the weight. Like, for whatever reason, you can't adjust according to the game. You have to adjust according to, like, whatever this rigid schedule is that you have in your head, right? So going for it, and that's the kind of shit where you miss, like, a Mike Brown. Because he would say, mm, let's maybe keep Steph in right here. Or let's start the fourth quarter with Steph, right? Like, going for the kill in that moment and taking their life would have been the better thing to do. Yep. Yep. I'm looking at it right now, play by play. Steph went out of the game with an eight-point lead with two minutes and 18 seconds left. At this point, Draymond's already out of the game. And then 
with an eight-point lead turns into a one-point deficit in two minutes and 18 seconds. Game. (laughs) Game. And then the start of the fourth before Steph got back into the game, they were down. Steph didn't come back in until when? Then they were down four? Right, something like, yeah. When the fuck did Steph come back in the game? It says he was. It was after like a few possessions, two or three possessions. Yeah, Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, he came back in nine minutes and 20 seconds. So that was a five minute period. He left out of the game with an eight point lead. He came back in four point deficit. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the playoffs. Every possession matters. Four points is. And and people were making points that like the Kings might try to have Darren Fox playing in the minutes that Steph's not playing and have him go out there and cook so they can win those minutes. And that's exactly what happened. Steph was a plus eleven this game and they lost by three. <laughs> because Darren Fox was lighting them on fire when Steph set. Simple as that. So they gotta and do Mike a better Brown job. Knows he's gonna be good for that. There's gonna be he's gonna be good for that. Yeah. You gotta play. You gotta play defensively slanted lineups when stepping on the court. Like if they ain't gonna be able to score as easy, they better be able to lock down. And you don't do that by sitting Draymond Green. Simple. <laughs> Simple. Anyway, so game two will be Monday night. What time is that game? Ten, ten p.m. Is that? I wonder if there will be more gold. So, so we have to give credit to Kenny. He was right because I ain't see that many Warriors fans in there tonight. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was right about that one. But I wonder if there will be more Warriors fans at Game Two, in light of the loss. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And I mean, like I told him, I don't think they even care if they got fans in the stands or not. No, they don't. They don't. But I, um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. So, um, game two, I think the Dubs get it, and they go back to Chase. You know, with a split. If they don't, yeah, that's a that's a whole other story. <laughs> if they don't, you gonna see a lot of high pick and roll with Steph and Sabonis. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I almost feel at some point you're going to see a good amount of it because I, I think they're going to go in with the mindset that's a must-win game. So if it's close and they're not breaking it open, mm-hmm. I also expect to see aggressive step. Like, he's going to come out and be like. That's what he kind of should have did this game. This game, he, yes. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's been doing this all season where he's, like, letting letting Clay get his shots early. Um and Clay usually answered the call. Like he he started the game well. Then he had a little stint where he couldn't make a shot. Then he started making shots again at the end. But that's I mean, that's just Clay. But yeah, Steph got to do a little bit more, like, hey, let me just get eight points in the first quarter. Like, you know, second quarter at the end of the right before the make third. Him feel home. You know, like yeah. you just didn't have his imprint on the game. Like right. So like later. Yeah. Can't be. Can't be. Because if they're not feeling him, then that fear factor does go down, right? But if it's like shit, Steph. <laughs> and it's at that point, we used, to see, we used to see all the time, like once once you start to fear Steph and him, the two guys go with him and all the dunks and the layups and all the stuff that they're used to getting, that's when it really yeah. starts to happen. Right, but if you go into the game automatically, like yeah, just kind of eh, go through the motions, whatever. I'll shoot a three here and there. They're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna open it up for your teammates as much as you think you are. Just passing the ball ain't ain't like doing the playmaking. You gotta actually, you know, draw those defenders and all that type of stuff. So yeah, I think I we see it more like, processes behind that. I think he's just filling it out. 
was like, let me just see how they guard me. Let me see how they guard this, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, all right, I pick my spots. I'll get my shots, whatever. And I mean, like, he still, still played a pretty good game, like 30 points plus 11 in his minutes. You can't really ask for much more, but it's like, nah, bro, we need you to be a plus 20. Like, there's no reason they should be even hanging in this game when you're on the court. Like, you're the best player on the court by far. So, that's I think that's the mentality they got to have next game. The starters should be all plus 20 next game. Really for the rest of the series, but, yeah. If I don't see Andrew Wiggins starting that next game, Justin, I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit. If Andrew Wiggins is not starting that next fucking game, I'm losing my shit. Yeah, I think he proved it. He's like, hey, I mean, he's good enough to start. He ain't look like he was that rusty. No. Yeah. We're going to see. People out here shook, even including Warriors fans, like someone telling me. Always. People are so dramatic. I definitely think they'll get game three, but I don't know about any others. Like, Y'all just watched this game tonight, and that's what people really think this inability to re- win on the road is a thing. And like, y'all really thought tonight was like they just couldn't win on the road. Did we not all watch what happened? And like, right. <laughs> like I anyway. said, if Monk and Fox are going to combine for 70 points a game, every game this series, then all right, whatever. <laughs> right. The crazy thing is, they combined for 70 and they still should have lost. Exactly. <laughs> and could have. And could have. And could have. They had two attempts at the end. Well, they had one attempt to win and another attempt to send it to overtime. But, like, come on. Sabonis so won't be this bad for the rest of the series, but this is kind of like Sacramento's best punch right here. Like, realistically, I can't see them putting up 130. They put up 126. Like, that's. That's their best punch right there. You turn that 126 into 120, 118. And it's really crazy because up up until like, I mean, it was 55 and a half, right? But like they were defensively, you know, they just let it go like in that third quarter. Mm -hmm. Because they were keeping their scoring everything in check. Yep. They said Draymond and Fox just started frying out the gate uh, i mean they had that one play i think wiggins missed two free throws that was big and then trey Lyles did that little i don't know what he did he just kind of like waited to come down the court and then he was just like wide open when he got down the court and hit that three yeah um then he got an offensive rebound scored again then darren fox they had three. like all the momentum plays exactly Exactly. Trey Lyles, another three. So he scored eight points in that last two two minutes and 18 seconds. Trey Lyles, eight points. Yeah. Draymond's in the game. That's not happening. <laughs> and they go into the fourth quarter with at least a six, seven-point lead. They really could have ended the third, like, going in with, like, a 15-point lead. That's Exactly. And then you buy right. Steph a little time in the fourth. And then maybe if it gets down to 10, you're like, okay, put him in. But you give him a few minutes in the fourth to breathe. Yep. Anyway, um, Justin, we will be back here on um, Monday after the game. And we should be celebrating the series going back to Chase 1-1. So... It's still vibes over here, even if we're a little annoyed. It's still vibes. It's still the playoffs. I was excited. This is the only good game today. The rest of those other games were ass. Right. In the order of the the, the Celtics one being the worst. And then even though that Knicks one was close, like, it was just ugly basketball to watch. Like, bricks and (laughs) just... It's not enjoyable to watch. And then, like, that was probably the second worst. And then the Sixers game, it was just, like, you know, um, the Nets. That one was at least a little decent because, like, um, Bridges, you know, was going off. Like, they never really had control of the game. But it was like, okay, he's entertaining and, you know, the Sixers. So that game wasn't as, like, awful as, like, 
the ones after it, but not a good day. And um, I peeped that the league put three East Coast games on today and Warriors mm-hmm. only West team that played. I said, all right, why the Suns <laughs> not playing today? They knew who their matchup was. Like, to me, it should have been all the teams who had to wait for their matchups on Sunday. Why do Suns get an extra day? But that being said, their schedule is wonky through the playoffs. Like, they basically only have, I think, one night where there's two nights off in between their game. Oh. That could potentially yeah. be important down the stretch. Yeah. And with the Lakers, they do have a couple, but... Um, the like the first four games like the Warriors is similar but like the Warriors have like so there's only gonna be one night off before this next game but then after that they have like time off until after game five then after game five it's like every other but same Mm -hmm. for the Lakers and like that's that's gonna mess with them like as the series gets later that they don't have those rests in between. So this is why I so wanted the Warriors to like try to wrap this up in five. Right. Don't play with your food and it'll happen. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in with us guys. Like I said, we'll be back on Monday. Should we also take ask for mailbag questions? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll put out a tweet like we normally do. Send us your questions. We'll do our best to answer them. Um, right now, we're still very confident in the Warriors, so y'all should be too. I don't feel like anyone should have watched this game and like not have confidence. I really don't. But right, you I'm know people gonna overreact. Yeah, I'm not in your body, in your brains, in your head, so I can't tell you what to do. But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. So anyway. Have a wonderful night, guys. Um, another day of playoff basketball today. I was definitely excited for the playoffs to begin, like super hype. And then the games were like anticlimactic. But then, like when this game got here, I was like, "Oh my god, the Warriors are about to play!" I was. It's crazy because they won so much, and I still have that energy, Justin. Like I still be like excited. I don't know. Is that just me? Do you get excited about anything, Justin? Of course. I told you we gotta do a live watch. I'm in here. I don't, I don't have anybody that live next to me, like the door behind or in front, which is a good thing. That's all I'm going to say. So you were excited today? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. not when Ooh. Trey Lyles was hitting threes and Harrison Barnes was hitting step backs and stuff like that. Now that shit was annoying. But who are we rooting for tomorrow? What do we want the outcomes for tomorrow's games to be? We want... Uh, I want the Memphis Lakers to Right. <laughs> we want a Memphis win. We want a clip. The Clippers play. We want a Clippers win. I want win. a Clippers win too. Um, they may not win, but I want a Clippers win. Right. I want we that series to go long too. Right. That's why if the Clippers win, I think it, it, it elongates the series. At least six uh, if the Clippers win, probably. Right. So we want Minnesota to win as well. Let Denver get get a bunch of games under Denver's belt. Let Milwaukee just smack Miami. Let's get them out of here quick. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Yeah, we might want we want we want all these all these teams to have games on their legs. I actually think so, that Heat series with Milwaukee. I think it's gonna go six. I mean, I think they at least win one, but I just think it's gonna go six. People saying the Wolves can go six with Denver is the one that I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. I think that one got a better chance of going six than that Heat one, to be honest. They going to go up into the mile high in the altitude and go win a game one? No, no. I'm talking about this overall, the series, period. Got you. But did you say we want the Wolves to win tomorrow? I just don't see that I happening. Say, yeah, I don't see it happening. I definitely don't see it happening. Especially after the play-in, they had to play two playing games. Um, and they're going to go into that altitude. They're going to get smacked game one. But I want, I yeah. want them to win at least two games in the series, though. All right. So Bucks probably take game one. Denver probably takes game one. I think the Grizzlies can win the first game. I think they can. <laughs> they, should. they should. And toss up, I guess, right now between Clippers and Suns. I mean, Suns would be favored, but 
Maybe Kawhi can pull off some Kawhi magic. He got an extra day to rest. Right. We need that cyborg. Got the full week. Yeah. We need we need Russ magic. <laughs> Phoenix is eight point favorite. That's kind of crazy. But the Suns. Yeah. They go in there and start that series off by upsetting the Suns. That will be well, the Suns can't have a quick series, so we need to. Can we know Chris Paul? Chris Paul gonna give them how many good games? Mm-hmm. In a series, all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how much do you think if it's a long series, like if it's a seven game series, how many good Chris, Chris Paul games can you get? Three. Three out of seven. Three out of seven. All right. We back here on Monday, people. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a positive review. Stay tuned with us for these playoffs because we will have a lot to say. And it's going to be fun. The road to get that fifth ring. This will be the sweetest one yet. All right. Until next time, y'all, take care.